arrogance. Something that most people see in a lot of pro players and people who play in tournaments. But is it really arrogance? Or is it just self-confidence? Something maybe that is very much so needed in tournament and you know high-tier gameplay. And most people don't know that side. And most people don't know being in a tournament, don't know, you know, competing and being there to win. Hello, people. I am Daddy Jesus, a.k.a. Bora, and I'm your host. Please tell me that was good. I tried really hard for that. Please please tell me that was good. Uh, So... Something about me, I've competed in many Paladins tournaments and I've competed in many Dead by Daylight tournaments. And so I have quite a bit of experience in the area of tournaments. Maybe not pro league, but you know, tournaments nevertheless. And I competed to win. I've competed in games to win. There was a prize pool in the end. There was DLCs in the end. There, was, there were rewards in the end. And I competed to win it. I was there... Not to just stroll along. No, I was there to win or make sure that whoever I'm going against doesn't win. And that that right there, that tone I had, to most people watching, you know, interviews with pro players and um, those high-tier players, that's arrogance to most people. That's, you know, people being too overconfident. And showing, showing their, you know, all their skill to your face. But why? Why, why are those people so consistently, you know, if you look at 95% of high-tier players, why are they all so confident? Now, there's, of course, humbleness in their tone, in some of them. In most of them, there's some humbleness. That's, that's kind of how you stay in a team for long. You know, look at Shroud. He's confident, but he's also very humble. He's very down-to-earth. But if you look at him talking about tournaments or games, he he's there to win. He doesn't have any doubts. And in this episode, I want to cover why. Why, why do people get into that mentality? Why, why are people confident? Now, I want to double back down to the first time I competed in a tournament. That It was a Paladins tournament. It was hosted by the devs because it was, you know, advertised around their Facebook page. And I said, hey, now I've come to a point where I'm good at casual and I'm good in, a pal- you know, ranked. I had multiple champions who were, Diamond or platinum, so I was like, "Hey, I think I'm comp- I'm at a point where I can compete. You know, I've come to a point, and I need to take the next step. I need to get better. I need to go against consistently high tier players, so that I can see what they're doing, so I can learn from it, and I can do what they're doing, but but also view what they're doing and my mistakes. Because when you're in a casual game, your mistakes are not going to be as apparent. You're not going to notice your mistakes as much." Because there's a huge chance you might get through with your mistakes. My biggest example currently 
is there's this dude. I, I won't name Shaman, but, you know, there's this dude on console who plays Dead by Daylight. And people who may have played in Red Ranks and Dead by Daylight may know who I'm talking about. There are multiple people like this, but he's very consistent with this and he doesn't want to learn. Now, I've came against this dude since fucking December. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I first went against him on December. And ever since then, I've come across him multiple times as killer and I've played with him multiple times as survivor. And he's very consistent with his mistakes. Firstly, he never looks behind when he's in a chase. He never looks behind to see, you know, what the killer is doing. He just runs. He just runs, dude. He doesn't he doesn't know what the killer is doing. He's just in his own space. He just holds run, looks at pallets and windows, and waltz them. He's shitting himself while in the chase. That's what it looks like. And hey, we all got to start somewhere. I know. Like, you know, I, I teach this game. I know, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's retarded that he's that bad. His mistakes are just make him bad. No, we all got to start somewhere. I didn't, you know, I didn't start Dead by Daylight playing at the level I'm playing now. And I'm constantly looking to learn, but that's the mistake that most people make. They're not willing to learn. They're not willing to look for their mistakes. And in a casual standpoint where their mistakes don't matter, they, they, like, they still can get through by making their mistakes. They can just blame the game if those mistakes come apparent. But they will rarely get apparent. So basically, they will rarely think that they'll, they'll rarely see their mistakes. And when they do, that rare off chance when they're against a good killer, they'll say, oh, the killer was good. Or they'll say the game's bullshit. They were playing an overpowered killer. There was nothing I could do. I, I, bad map. There's nothing I could have done better. That's the mentality that, that they have because they rarely come across their mistakes and they're never willing to learn. But in ranked, but, but, but in that high tier gameplay, that's not a choice you have. If you make, mis- if you make mistakes... You will get punished for him. There's, there's no other way. Maybe you will make one mistake, and maybe you will, maybe you will be lucky and you will pass. But the rate at which we get, you get punished for your mistakes, is way higher. And combined with the mentality that you're in, which I'll be in a second, you know, I'll get to. You're aware of everything that's going on. And so, when you're aware of everything that's going on, especially about you, anxiety kicks in. You're looking for mistakes that you make. So in that mentality, and at a point where your smallest off-positioning in Dead by Daylight, in Paladins, you get punished for it. Because the other team is looking for things to punish. That's the only way they're going to be able to win. They need to get you off-position so that they can get the kill, so that they can get the win. And if you're doing the job for them, then it's easier. They were already already looking for that chance anyways. And so that's why I skipped over to the Paladins uh, tournament. I had only like 300 hours. Didn't matter. I was performing well, and I had the mechanical skills, like decent mechanical skills, to carry me through games. 
to get me consistently to a you know consistent kill rate. You know, I, my kill rate was consistent. My assists were consistent. My damage was consistent. I was at a point where I was performing well enough, and I said, I need to take the next step. I need to know what mistakes that are missing my eye. And so I went into it. Um, I wasn't in a team. I joined the team very later, late. Uh, a lot of people were looking for teams to complete their teams that already existed, and I ended up joining an Arab team. Uh, you can find the first bit of this story on my Instagram anyways. But yeah, um, I was in an Arab team, and the levels consisted of... They're, they're really low levels. They... I was like a level 100, and their top player was like, what, level 27 or something like that? Like, there was a huge gap. But I, but I respected the fact that they were there. They were there, and they were my way in. And I said, hey, all right, we, we can get through this. We can see what we can do. And anxiety was kicking in, and I said, hey, it's all right. I was giving this motivational speech. I was like, you know, we, we got this, dude. Why? Now, I play a lot of sports. I've played soccer for six years, and I've been in teams, and I've, you know, competed. And every time we lost a game, it was, there was doubt. There was doubt in what we could do. But we knew we could do good. We knew we were at a decent rate, decent to good. We weren't pros, but for our level, for a semi-professional like amateur level, we, we were good. We had the training, we had the knowledge, we had the chemistry going on, we could do it. But when you're up on the field competing, your mind is looking for mistakes. Your mind is looking to push you down because you're out of your comfort zone. You're pumping full of adrenaline. You're, your mind is racing. You're looking for things. And when that anxiety kicks in, you have to prove yourself. You, have, you don't only have to prove yourself to people around you, but most importantly, you have to prove, prove how good you are to yourself. You have to prove to yourself how good you are, again. But you already know, deep down, that you're a decent rate. But if you don't believe in it, you start making more mistakes. Because you're so focused on trying to prove yourself how good you are, that you start making more mistakes. You know, you, it's soccer slowly becomes an I game, not a team game. You know, a lot of people that I played with, they would they would get tilted. This is what tilted is. They would get tilted. They they wanted to prove to themselves, and then they would start you know trying to get these all all these skills in. They would try to juke and bamboozle and blah, 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 blah. and when whenever they had the ball, you would never receive the ball back unless either a goal was scored. Or the other team had the ball. Or they were at a position where, you know, four people were on them. And they were begging for you to be there. But they were off position. They were in a place where you couldn't help themselves. I mean, where you couldn't help them. But they didn't notice that until it was too late. Because they were so busy with trying to prove, prove to themselves that they were good. And it's very similar on a pro, not pro, but tournament standpoint. You're rushing with adrenaline. You're rushing. I, I described this. You're rushing with adrenaline. Your hands are shaking. You, you know you can do well. 
you know the no, you know you have the game knowledge, you have the mechanical skill, you can do it. But there's anxiety. And you know, the more factors that there are, it adds on to it. You're against a good team, you're 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 getting live streamed and all of that stuff. It adds on to it. And you're constantly looking for reasons that why you're bad. You're constantly looking at yourself and saying, I I am shit. And then you start getting tilted whenever you make the smallest mistake. You start getting tilted. You start saying, fuck me. I'm so bad. And then you lose. Maybe you will get through that round. But then next round, you're not getting through that. You're way too tilted. You already have adrenaline pumping. Now you're anger pumping through as well. There's no way you're going to win through it unless the other team is in a very similar position. But if you're against a good team who believe in themselves, you're gone. There's no way you're winning because you're not concentrating on the game. You're concentrating on yourself. There's this mental state called flow. Now, I watched a video on it just to get a better idea on flow and what I felt when I was playing games, um, when I was playing solo mostly. When I'm on stream, some anxiety factors and also my mind just kind of gets onto I need to entertain people. So I can, I can fall off of flow, but flow isn't something that only happens in games. Flow isn't a mental state that you only hit through you know, during games, you can hit flow during fucking studying maths or in a maths exam. Flow is a state where you believe in yourself. Your mind is concentrated on what you're doing. You're, you motivate yourself. There's no external factor motivating you. You're motiva- motivated from inside you, from within you. You have no doubts about yourself. You're confident. You know you can do it. And that when you sure yourself, then you focus on the game. And when you hit flow, when, you, when you're assured, that's the only way you can hit flow. When you hit flow, everything else around you becomes irrelevant. Whenever, whenever a person hits, you know, gets, gets this ace, right? You know, let's, let's talk about Rainbow Six Siege. You're in a 1v5. And there are two ways it can go. And if you've been left in a 1v5, I'm pretty sure you've experienced this, you know, the two different sectors. If you, if you were having a good day, a good game where you're the top fragger and you're confident, you don't care about the fact that you're top fragger, you have nothing to lose. You will maybe, maybe you'll lose a round, but you're in the moment. Adrenaline is rushing, but you don't even feel it. Your ears are hearing everything. Call outs. Keep them in, but they're in the back. People talking is in the background. You're just focusing on your keyboard, your hands, and where people are. And then you kill them. And you don't even realize. You just pop off. That's what popping off is. You just pop off. You hit flow. You don't even realize what has happened. And you've won the round. Or you don't. What happens then? Why don't you hit flow? Why do you lose? Why do, why, do you, why do you make mistakes? And the feelings of the two sides are very different as well. When you're in flow, you don't feel anything. You're in the game. But when you don't hit flow, you're like, oh, no, this is going to happen. Oh, no, this is going to happen. Oh, no, they, they can come from there. Oh, no, they can. Your mind is a mess. Why? It's because you have doubts. You have doubts that you're not going to win. 
you've doubts that you're not going to make it. You, you have doubts about your skill level. You don't believe in yourself. You think the other team's better. You just keep you just keep saying that to yourself. The other team is better, and I have no hope. And these, and then you don't hit flow. Instead of focusing on the game, you focus on your mind. You focus on the adrenaline flowing through you. And when you don't focus on the game, well, you lose. Sometimes you can hit flow and still lose. It, it can happen. But you will do far better when you hit flow than when you don't hit flow. And that's exactly why people, pro players, constantly say, we got this. And they believe in it. They have to believe in it. That's the only way they're going to be able to win. If, if, you, if you look at any pro plays happening, you know, like um, take Tenta's speech by Fabian when they're losing. They're in the grand finale. Uh, they're losing to EG. And, they're, and Fabian goes, we're here to win. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking here to win. And then they come back. They constantly say, we got the skill. If you look at any of Pengu's interviews, he's constantly saying that, that he knows what he's doing. He has the skill. G2 has the skill. To most people, that's arrogance, but to me, that was arrogance as well. I got, in, got, I got involved in watching uh, Pro League like before I played competing in the tournament. And I never draw compare. I never drew comparisons between the flow I hit during soccer and um, the flow they hit then. I never drew the comp- uh, you know the similarities. But once I did, I went. I do that a lot as well, and I see why. Because if you don't, you lose. Like I've been saying, you have to believe in yourself. Because in order to hit flow, when you perform at your best, when you're aware of everything. Your mind has to be free of doubt. Your mind has to be free of anxiety. In the story, um, I don't think I told this part. We started the tournament, right? We started the game, and in every single one of my tournaments, besides the last, besides the last round that I, besides the last two rounds that I ever played in a tournament, I would get scared. I would be pumping full of adrenaline. I would be breathing fast. And I would be, I would get super cold. I would be just shaking. Like I couldn't get a hold of my body. And the first two minutes into a round would be that. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's me. Every single time I play a tournament. That's why in Dead by Daylight tournaments, uh, for a while I would spend the first bit kind of hiding. I'd play it safe. If, if you compare, I, I don't think you can find the streams, but I would watch the streams after I competed in the tournament to see w- what mistakes I've made. Um, when I looked at it, the first round I ever played on a tournament, the first two minutes, you know, I got chased. And <laughs> I would waste more pallets than usual. Back then, it didn't matter that much, but I would spend more pallets. And then, like, what, a minute after that, it would go back to normal. I was efficient with pallets. I was chaining tiles. I was doing whatever I can. I calmed down. I was, constant, I was concentrated on the game. 
And that was my first balance tournament as well. I had no clue what was happening. I was scared, dude. I was like, okay, I finally made it. Oh no. I'm stressing. And then I calmed myself. I, I died for the first time. I went, it's not going to work if I'm doing this. I gathered my thoughts and I went, we got this. We got this. I believe in my skill. I know I have the necessary skill to beat the other team. Maybe some people even uh, small talk, like down talk the other team for a reason. They want to get into that mental state when they're not scared because scared means anxiety and anxiety means you don't hit flow. You don't hit flow means you lose. You're performing worse than usual. And you have to hit flow in a tournament. Because in a casual game, you can you can chill. Yeah, you can chill. But in a tournament, there's a prize pool in the end. And you feel necess necessitated to win it. There's a necessity to win. You're, you're there. You have to win. You have to do your best to win. Pressure. In a casual game, you don't have that pressure, but now you do. And if you don't hit flow, you concentrate on that pressure and you lose. So you have to hit flow. And that's why pro players boost themselves up. They have, they have to free themselves of any doubt of their skills. And they're good as well. They know they're good. We know they're good. But if you don't tell, tell themselves that, that they're good, then they won't be able to hit flow because their mind will be just taken off by just fucking anxiety and doubt. That's what happens. Um, so people have to take lead and say, hey, we got this. And you have to establish that you know what you're doing. There's no place in humbleness in a tournament situation. If you make a mistake, you're fucked. Even if it's a community tournament. Right. Um, the last tournament I ever participated in um, was <laughs> I I participated in the last half of it with a broken wrist. That was hilarious. Uh, we'll get to that in another episode. But um, there was this other dude in my team, Gody. Um, good player. He he based he knew stuff. Like he had quarter of my hours, but he knew stuff. Now. He, we won the first round and he wanted to get cocky from within the first round. He was like, you know, we have to do it because I, you know, they had me. They were like, oh, we have a 2000 hour gamer on our team. We're fine. They got cocky, overconfidence. And they were like, yeah, let's go for flashlight saves. And I said, you know, as someone who's participated in Dead by Daylight tournaments, we're here to win, right? We have to get points. We're here to win. And if you're just chilling out with a flashlight to get the save, which is hard, by the way, if you're chilling around with a flashlight trying to get the save, you're not doing gens. Only two people are doing gens. So the killer has more chance to kill us. And, he, and sure, maybe if you take the save, awesome. You've won us more time. But guess what? The killer is aware of it. And unless they fuck up, majorly by... For for whatever reason, that's the only way we're going to be able to get safe. But they're in that mentality as well. They're scared as well. They don't need to hit the hit flow to be scared from a flashlight because that might mean loss. So they will immediately look towards a wall. So I said, "Look, 
if you want to run a fucking flashlight, run it. But we're going to lose because of that. I was so certain. We're going to lose because of that. Because the second you miss that flashlight save, the killer gets the hook. Now he knows you're around. Guess what that means? He's going to be looking around. If he doesn't find you, he's going to be camping. If he does find you, we're two people down. Two people are now, uh, you know, engaged. Because one is getting chased and one is on the hook. And now one person has to stop doing gens and go for the save. Only one person is working on the gen. And you've lost major amount of time. And we would constantly argue. Now usually, I'm, I'm a very open-minded person. Like I try to be. I try to be open-minded and I try to get into discussions with an open mind and with the mentality that the person can prove me wrong. They have opinions as well. And if they prove it, prove me wrong, why would I say, no, you're wrong? If they prove me wrong, I will agree with them. They have proved me wrong. They have proved their point. I will agree. I, I try to go with that mentality. But in a tournament situation, when you're in that situation where that's a high-risk play and doing that might mean loss, I'm going to say, fuck no. You're not allowed to do that. No. We've had so many discussions throughout, constantly. We're constantly going against each other. I was constantly saying, don't do that. No. And I constantly stood up more than I ever do. More than I ever got up, get up and say, no, you're fucking wrong. Don't do that. But it was necessary. I had to establish that I knew what I was doing. And they had to trust me. They had to trust what I said, and they had, they had to go with what I was saying in that situation, or else it was going to be a clusterfuck. We had to go for it. And so I established it. And to most people, that's arrogance, but I would say that's confidence. Confidence that you need. You need you, first, you need to be confident. Secondly, you need to establish the fact that you're good, that you know what you're doing. To, to your teammates and to yourself as well, and to all the people, so that people don't doubt you. Because people doubting you means there's something wrong. You're doing something wrong, which means you're doubting yourself, and you can't hit flow anymore. And so that's why people get, that's why pro players get confident. That's why pro players are arrogant, quote-unquote arrogant. I don't think they're arrogant. They're confident. And most of the time, they're not. Yeah, sure, you might say, you know, they're saying, oh, we're the best. They're smuttering their victories all over our faces. Sure, you're wrong. It, it, that's what's happening. But what, like what? Do they just say, yeah, we suck. Yeah, we're bad. We're a bad team. We don't know what we're doing. We don't have the mechanical skills needed. The other team is way better than us. We have no chance in winning this, so goodbye. Do you think that's good mentality? Let me tell you where that... Where, <laughs> because <laughs> that's going to end you in a situation where you're like... Because once you say that, it's in your mind forever. You can't change that. You're going to say, why did I say that? It's going to be stuck in your mind. And then you're going to go into the game and you're going to say, that's the superior team we're going to lose. We are going to lose because they're the superior team. We have nothing we can do. We lost. That's what happened in my Palance team. 
we went against the level of the two level 200 and my team got scared and i was like hey look just because they're high level that doesn't mean anything just win this and we could if no they they played and this is not me down talking them but just pointing it out they played worse than the first team that we played against and the first team was way lower level than them but the team stressed they told themselves that we had no way of winning so we we didn't win we lost because the team wasn't trying to figure out a way to win they were saying we lost there's no way we can win so what's the point they were focusing on the fact that they were losing then focusing on the fact that what they could do like i literally got an ace in that game with ying and she wasn't even buffed at that point she was the weak ying and i got a ace like you know so you need that mentality of confidence or else you're going to lose so anyone who is going to be participating in a high-tier tournament or like a tournament and you're stressed and people around you hate those people, don't be scared. You have to do that. Don't be scared of it. Just say, don't get lost in it. Don't get lost in the fact that, you know, you're too good. But But establish the fact that you know what you're doing to you and to those around you so that you can build off of each other. You have to do that or you're going to lose. And to people who don't understand why people, why pro players do that or high tier players do that, this is exactly why. Some of them are naturally arrogant, but most of the time from what I can see, they want to get in that right mental state. Um, But yeah, that's about it. Uh, Next episode, I'm probably going to be talking about what over overconfidence can lead to and after establishing that i think we can tell some stories and some memories but yeah um hope you guys enjoy and see you guys around